Happy April, folks, and welcome back to Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called It's Never About What It's About. My dear mentor, Dr. Jim Sigafoos, used to admonish us often to stop thinking. <laughs> he didn't elaborate much on that statement, and it always seemed impossible to me to stop thinking while I was still living under a brain. But it was still great advice because he was actually talking about stopping our tendency to overanalyze and to try to figure everything out to the level of micro-minutia before we actually did anything. Well, apparently I've chosen to ignore his advice as I've been thinking a lot about not thinking lately. And I realize there's another good reason to think less or to at least upgrade my thinking. And that's because most of the time my thinking is up about things. And it's not really even about things. It's more about what I'm thinking and feeling about those things. In other words, instead of enjoying and expressing and experiencing and embracing life and myself and other people, I'm otherwise busily engaged in describing them and labeling and judging them and either justifying or condemning them or comparing them to how I, of course, know they should be... <laughs> Uh, in analyzing them and trying to understand them. Hmm. Almost a hundred years ago, Einstein said, I want to know God's thoughts. The rest are mere details. Well, if you prefer, you can substitute the word love or universal intelligence or spirit for God. But regardless of the word, I believe Einstein was referring to thoughts that are creative and involve some of the best and the most precious things in life, such as peace and joy and love and innate and me and other people and my connections with them, nature and its infinite beauty and harmony, my oneness with all life and with life itself. And, of course, we can't forget chocolate. And if I want to know those things, I'll never get there by knowing about them even if I did know everything there was to know about them, I still would only know the tip of the iceberg. I would only know the details. I can only really know them by feeling and experiencing them. It's interesting that the word about originally and literally means on the outside. And that's where we'll always be when we're only thinking about things. We'll be on the surface and in the superficial parts of our mind that tend to be disconnected from our heart and therefore makes us prone to trying to know things based on details. Being on the outside makes me prone to try to know things as the sum of their parts rather than as a seamless whole. As Reggie Gold used to say, even if we knew the sum of the parts, say, of the physical body, we wouldn't know the human being. And we don't even know the sum of the parts. We only know some of the parts. Being on the outside also makes me prone to judging, to putting things and people in boxes and labeling them, to needing to be right, to asking things like, why is this happening to me? Or why is so-and-so so stupid? Or why am I so stupid? And it all makes me prone to a lot of worrying, too. The Buddha is thought to have said, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Which means that life can indeed be painful in many ways, but suffering comes from how we look at life, 
So it was always self-inflicted. And I realized the other day that 100% of the suffering I experienced is a direct result of my thinking about life rather than simply experiencing and feeling my life. And this seems even more ironic to me because when I think about my life in a way that makes me suffer, I am obviously forgetting that old saying that I've often heard in spiritual circles, which is, it's never about what it's about. In other words, Hillary and I can get into a heated argument about, let's say, the, the best way to cook an egg <laughs> or something equally ridiculous. But obviously the fight really isn't about the egg. It's about some underlying energy or unresolved conflict between us. And it's the same thing with my own triggering and depleting thoughts. It's never about what I think it's about. So this makes the question, what am I making this mean, even more critical. I talked about this a few weeks ago in a rebroadcasted episode called The Meaning of Life. Because the meaning I give to something is generally the basis for what I'm thinking about and therefore how I'm feeling. And the meaning I give it could very very well not even be true. <laughs> Again, it's never about what it's about. And this also makes being able to find our heart even more critical as well. Because once our heart is engaged, we are far less concerned about things, and we can simply feel and experience them. So let's pay attention to when we're hyper-focused on about. And by the way, a big clue is that we probably won't be feeling peaceful or joyful in that moment. And when we are hyper-focused on that, we can take a breath into our heart, access a beautiful heart feeling like love, peace, or joy, and then send it out to ourselves on the exhale. And in so doing, we can remind ourselves that it's never about what it's about anyway. Yes, of course we want to understand, but the word understand literally means to stand in the midst of. And our heart can remind us that we're always and already standing in the midst of everything we need for joy, for meaning, for love, for belonging. And that perhaps the only thing stopping us from experiencing all of that is the way we're thinking about it. We can remind ourselves that we can live our dream right now instead of trying to figure out how it might be possible sometime in the future. And then we can take another breath into our heart and simply empty ourselves of every last shred of all that about stuff and breathe out the precious gift of life to ourselves and to each other and to the world. In fact, let's try that right now. Breathe in and empty all the stuff in your head about about. Ah. Oh, folks, there's an island of peace right there in our heart, and it's our oasis from the land of about. Obviously, sometimes we have to think about stuff. But when we hear the voice in our head telling us we must do that before we can love or connect with ourselves or with someone else, let's say, thanks for the input. 
and then just engage our heart in love or connection. Because you know what, my friends? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Stew on that. And I will see you next week.